Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever it is you're listening from. My name is Bev Chahonyo, and this is Beverly Speaks. Welcome to episode 11. Today is Sunday, the 31st of May. I have never had so much trouble recording an episode. Technical challenges. Let's do this again and hope we are good to go. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to every single one of you who have taken the time to be vulnerable to me, to reach out to me, to open up to me and tell me your stories. I celebrate you. I honor your journey. I salute your courage. Thank you to all of you who joined the mailing list this past week. A special hangout invite awaits you in your emails. Please head on over there, read your mail, and accept. (laughs) I'm excited about that. If you'd still like to go ahead and join the mailing list, please send an email to iambeverlyspeaks at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y-S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. Um, I want to celebrate the 21 countries in which we have an audience, 21 countries where we have a footprint. Even if it's just one person, I celebrate you out there. Thank you for taking this journey with me. I am so humbled, truly honored, and I do not take this for granted. You have proven to me truly, truly that I am enough and that together we are enough. And a special shout out to AfriPods, a platform that distributes African content We joined their family this week. Uh, There's a queen there. I will call her a queen. Gavoni, you are so amazing. Thank you. Okay. All protocols observed. Let's get down to the heart of the matter. It's been a really tough week. I don't know if it's the culmination of a few really tough months. The world is broken. No one can fix it. That is... No one person alone can fix it. We all need each other. Here's a quote for you. You cannot be discontent and do nothing. Just like you will continue to do nothing as long as you are content. Today, let's talk about the mind. Is your mind a gold field? Or is your mind a minefield? Let me tell you a little story. It's about a man named Archie Williams. I watched a video of him singing his heart out this week. And he brought tears to my eyes. You see, Archie was incarcerated for 37 years for a crime he did not commit. (laughs) Let me say that again. 37 years later, he was found to be innocent and released. 37 years of his life. He got out and when he was interviewed in the clip I watched, he said, freedom is of the mind. I went to prison, but I never let my mind go to prison. He got out and fulfilled a lifelong dream of singing on the stage of America's Got Talent. While he was in prison, he sang to uplift his own spirit and those of others. He chose to be a better man. He came out a better man. 
how many of us would have? How many of us are living in a prison in our minds? How many of us are living in a land minefield, in a minefield that is our minds? As I've witnessed the pain in the world this week, I am at a loss. I am truly at a loss. And when I'm at a loss, I choose to, to, to dig deep and to tell my story and hope that it will heal somebody out there. So here goes. <laughs> I said in a, in a previous podcast that I lost my father in 2018. What I may not have said is that he passed in the month of June 2018. Today is the 31st of May, 2020. You guessed it. Here comes June. Knock, knock, knocking at my door. The door of my heart. (laughs) June marks two years. Two years without him. Two years of pain. Two years of tears. Of sadness, of heartache, of missing him. But it also marks two years of being able to celebrate some beautiful memories. Two years of immense growth. Two years of courage beyond what I could ever have imagined. Two years of building a legacy for him. Because he was worth it. In my heart, he will always be. This experience rocked my world. It rocked me to the core. The pain tore me apart. The anger. The anger almost destroyed me. The emptiness, the emptiness almost defined me. I could not have imagined being here today. Truly, I could not. You see, grief is a cruel mistress and pain is a jealous master. They will not share you with anyone. You have to make a choice to divorce yourself from both of them or you are going to stay there. So if you are to survive, you must leave. In the process, relationships suffer. (laughs) People leave. The world judges you and your world completely changes. But at the same time, in in the process, God sends angels to hug you God sends you a lifeline every single moment and every single day that you need it. And miracles appear everywhere along the way if you will allow yourself to see them and experience them. You can stay bitter or you can become better. I chose to become better and honor his memory by doing better, by being better. I chose to take care of me. I chose to seek help. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Asking for help is a source of strength. I spoke with a grief counselor a few times, a wonderful, wonderful man who helped me unpack my grief and examine it bit by bit. Asking for help saved me because it allowed me to come out stronger and better it allowed me to heal in a healthy way and emerge 
more beautiful. (laughs) I talk about that journey in my upcoming book, which should be out later this year. It's been a very difficult thing to do, to write that book. You see, the battle may be in the mind, but the prison will always be held in your heart. At some point, you've got to decide who you will become. At some point, you've got to decide that you want to be healed. It's not an easy thing, but it's a thing. It's very easy to want to stay in that miserable, cold, angry, sad place. It's not an easy choice, but it is a choice. Today, I literally had to write out the entire script because I didn't trust myself to remember everything I needed to say. And I knew that what I needed to say was going to be important along my healing journey, but also to help somebody in their journey. As the month of June begins, I know there will be some tough days, but I choose to be strong and courageous. As my mind goes back two years and relives the month of June 2018, I choose not to live in the deepest, darkest recess of my grief. I choose to honor his memory in the legacy that I am becoming. I will stop here. close with this I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that I am enough because I was truly completely completely loved by him and today I want to remind you that you are enough because you are loved by me I see your pain This is Bev Chahonyo signing out. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever it is you're listening from. My name is Bev Chahonyo. This is Beverly Speaks. Welcome to episode 12. Hello, it's good to meet you. I feel like I need to reintroduce myself to you because over the past 12 weeks, I have grown so much. I want to say thank you to all of you, each and every one of you who has cheered me on, who has corrected me in love and helped me to grow and get better, who has encouraged me. Even those who, you know, tried to put me down, I have learned and grown through that. God bless you on your journey. This one is mine. They say that the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. This one has been such an amazing journey and one I would never take back. I'm so glad I started this journey. Here's a quote for you. There will always be a beginning. There will always be an ending. Too often we focus on the sunset and forget to embrace the sunrise. 
This is a sunrise, not a sunset. Episode 12 is the end of season 1. But it is just the beginning for me and you. It is just the beginning. Yesterday I watched a little boy. (laughs) Some of you may know him from a previous episode. I watched him blow out his birthday candles. Three of them. This dude goes hard. He holds nothing back. He has no inhibitions, no fear. He can do anything in his mind. And often we, the adults in his world, have to stop him from doing things that may hurt him. I realized as I watched him that, and this is something that I've probably known for a long time, as we grow older, we lose our sense of adventure and hold on to our past hurts. And that molds our tomorrow. And that made me very, very, very sad. Here's a story about fear. There was once a criminal who had committed a crime. Because, hey, (laughs) that's what criminals do, right? It's their job. Anyway, he was sent to a king for his punishment. The king told him that he had two choices. He had two options. Option number one, he could be hung by a rope. Option number two, he could take what was behind the big, dark, scary, mysterious iron door. The criminal quickly opted to be hung by a rope. Who does that? (laughs) Well, fear does that to you. The fear of the unknown. As the noose was being slipped around his neck and tightened, he turned to the king and asked, By the way, out of curiosity, what's behind that door? The king laughed and said, You know, it's funny. I offer everyone the same choice, and nearly everyone picks the rope. So, said the criminal, tell me, what's behind the door? I mean, obviously, I won't tell anyone, he said, pointing to the noose around his neck. The king paused and then answered, Freedom is what's behind that door. But it seems most people are so afraid of the unknown that they immediately take the rope. Let's pause for a minute. How many times have you tightened the noose around your own neck? Hypothetically speaking, of course, instead of looking behind the door, instead of overcoming fear and walking through that door, how many dreams have you killed and buried? How many things could you have achieved that you opted not to because you were scared of what was behind the door? In the past 12 weeks, I have let go of my very own inhibitions. And here are 12 lessons that I have learned. Number one, everyone fears something. Number two, not everybody's willing to admit it. Number three, once one person admits it, more people are willing to talk about it. Number four, 
Not everyone lives in a prison of their fears. The brave few, they go for it. They go beyond their fears. Number five. Once you take that first step, the fear doesn't look so scary. Number six. The fear is lessened because you are walking. It is diminished because your focus is on the movement and not on the unknown. Number seven, there is a whole new world waiting for you behind the curtain, the door. Number eight, talk yourself through it, but don't overthink it. Number nine, fear and procrastination are twins. <laughs> Number 10, the moment you begin to walk in purpose, you discover the people whose purpose was locked up because a part of their journey is helping yours. Number 11, we're all sitting on hidden gifts and talents which may die with us unless we step forward in faith. Number 12, the opposite of fear is faith. Not because you will no longer be afraid. Not because the fear will be completely eliminated. But because you know that either way, you're going to be okay. That's what faith does to you. So today I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for being the amazing squad that you've been to me. Whew. Yes, episode 12 means we've come to the end of season one. But before I wind up, <laughs> let me tell you a little story. There was once a princess. And the princess had a teacher. The teacher was an evil witch. <laughs> the teacher did not believe in the princess. She would do anything to discredit her. For four years, she told her she was not enough. For four years, she told her she would amount to nothing. For four years, she made up things about the little princess. And for four years, every single day, the princess could have been broken. At the end of her four years in that school, the evil witch told the princess, that all she would be remembered for was her numerous hairstyles, that she wouldn't amount to much. Can you imagine four years as a child of being told that you will never amount to anything by the person whose job was to build you up? It took the princess very many years to forgive the evil witch, not because the evil witch deserves it, but because the princess needed it. I want to pause here and talk to anybody who influences a child, who molds a child, whose main role in life, who may even be earning a living from a child, from watching over a child, from teaching a child, from molding their future. Your job, your role, your, your place in their life is to build them up, not to break them down. If you cannot do that, find a new career. 
bullying in schools is not just by children it can also be by educators stop it okay let's go back <laughs> so for every fairy tale that has a villain you know there has to be a hero right so the little princess's hero was her mother the queen <laughs> one day in the fourth year the queen had reached her wit's end she was done wiping the princess's tears and telling her that she was going to be okay after one particularly horrible incident the heroine rode in on her in her metal <laughs> chariot <laughs> she sat there and as the barrage of allegations began from the evil queen the evil witch sorry she stopped her in her tracks she stopped her right there years of false accusations all met at this point and she spent the better part of an hour actually maybe longer telling the wicked witch off and telling her exactly what she thought about what the wicked witch thought about the little princess when she was done she triumphantly took the princess and rode off into the sunset let me tell you more about this story the little princess was me in high school the evil witch was my high school principal and the heroine is my mother <laughs> the queen of my life for four years she said i wouldn't amount to much <laughs> and here i am amounting to much today with everything going on in the world today i mean there's so much going on this is what i want to say be someone else's voice speak up for someone else lend them your voice and even your courage do it when you're afraid because they are more afraid silence their monsters as we do this for one another we all grow and we all heal and we are made more whole <laughs> season 2 is coming it's going to be the most exciting time of our journey together season 1 was about discovering self season 2 will be 12 lessons learned on surviving from people who have survived you do not want to miss out Uh, I'm going to be having uh giving updates uh on my social media space so please look out for that. We're also going to be having a chit chat and chin wag um on a webinar in a couple of weeks. For those of you who signed up, awesome. If you did not sign up, please send an email to iambeverlyspeaks@gmail.com. Oh. Above all that, I hope that I have been a voice for you where you have been voiceless just as others have lent me their voice over the past years and helped me to grow into who I am today. I hope I continue to be that voice for you. That voice of healing, 
that voice of calm, that voice that gives you options. I said it, I think I've said it before, if not, I am not a trained counselor, but I am putting together resources for people who have helped me, who needed help, who reached out to me. I've directed them to where they could find a safe space. So if you are one of those resources, trained, certified, or if you know of such resources online or in person as the world begins to open up, please reach out to me. This is not just here in Kenya where I live, but across the the globe where you all live. We're putting together a, a, a database of resources. So send me some information and I will send it out to the people who need it. And finally, (laughs) thank you for being my voice, for voicing my thoughts, my triumphs, uh, even sometimes my fears when you didn't know it. This is Bev Chahonyo signing out. Season one is done. (laughs) Season two is being launched on the 5th of July. Any updates between now and then will be on my Instagram feed, which is Bev Chahonyo, or on my Facebook page. Look for I am Beverly Speaks on Facebook uh, and reach out to me on email. And remember, as always, you are enough. You are loved and you are loved.